Hi friends, Erica here, and I wanted to let you know that today's episode is sponsored by my friends over at YM Dental Lab. They are offering two free zirconia crowns for all new customers. Check them out at ymdentallaboratory.com for more information. Now, on with the show. Okay, this is the fourth time I've tried to record this training without distraction. So let's see if the fourth time is the charm. All right, friends. So this is going to be a very short training. And today's training, we're going to talk about dental insurance categories of service. As you know, for those of you that have followed me or have listened to my recent podcast episode, Five Strategies on Learning How to Do Dental Billing, I talk about the very first strategy, which is learning your 12 dental categories in order. So the dental codes are broken up into 12 different categories of service. And the first thing that I have my students do is memorize the 12 dental categories of service in order, along with the code range that goes along, along with that dental category of service. So once you have memorized those categories in order, we are now going to condense the 12 categories of service into three insurance categories of service. So I'm going to share with you a cheat sheet that I use with my clients so that you can see, let's see here. This is the intro to insurance categories of service cheat sheet that we use. And essentially what it does here is it breaks down the 12 categories of service that we spoke about earlier, this is only 11 because there is a category that we don't use in a general practice. It is very specialty specific, and I've yet to see a general practice use any of those codes. So uh, we don't have maxillofacial prosthodontics here. Now, going back to condensing the 12 categories of service into three insurance categories of service, this is a general guideline. Now, again, this is an introduction to insurance categories of service. I know that there, that there are tons of nuances and, you know, you know, sometimes oral surgery is paid under major, but we're not there yet. So if you are very new to dentistry, it is very important that you understand how to break up the 12 insurance category, the 12 regular categories of service into three insurance categories of service. So here's what I mean by that. In the three insurance categories of service, we have our preventive category of service. So this is insurance preventive. And the two dental categories of service that go under or get funneled into the preventive insurance category of service are diagnostic and preventive. So any codes, do you see why now I had you memorize your code ranges that go along with the 12 dental categories of service? Any codes that fall under the diagnostic or the preventive dental category of service 
will be under fall under and paid at the percentage of the preventive insurance category of service. I know that sounds I know that sounds a little confusing friends, but I promise over time this stuff will make sense to you. Now, there's the second insurance category of service which is referred to as basic and traditionally as an introduction we're going to say that all of the codes that fall under restorative, endo, perio and oral surgery fall under the insurance basic category of service. Okay. And then we have our third insurance category of service, which is major. Okay. That's going to be things like prosthodontics removable, implant services, prosthodontics fixed, orthodontics, and adjunctive services. So these are the three insurance categories of service that we need to learn how to assign a dental category of service. Now, I'm going to bring up an insurance breakdown. Just um, This is the one that we use, that we recommend. And I want you to see here, in this section right here, and here, and then here. Okay, so preventive. Oops, preventive. Notice there's a percentage attached to that. That's because each of these categories of service are paid at a different percentage. This is why I don't want you to skip the very basic step of memorizing your 12 categories of service along with those code ranges. And then when you have that down, we can condense those 12 categories dental categories of service into these three insurance categories of service. And why we want to learn this is because each of these three categories of service are going to get paid at a different percentage. This is why I say, if we don't master these tiny little baby steps, we will, we will lose money for the practice. So in theory, this is very simple. However, as we get deeper into this training and you start to learn all of the little nuances, all of the red tape um, that each plan has, and you learn how to recognize and apply all of the strategies that you're learning here, it will get easier. I promise. So this is the introduction to dental insurance categories of service. This training is done. And um, I look forward to our one-on-one -on -one time where we can apply all of this, this good information, stuff that we don't want to bypass, and make you a master biller. So until I see you guys again, I look forward to um, seeing you in our next training. Bye, friends. Okay, my friends, that's going to wrap up today's episode on the Dental Billing Podcast. I can't wait until the next episode, and I hope that you join me. Until then, take care.